Welcome to Reality Blows. I'm Ashley Brooke Robert. I'm Nick Maritato. And this is a podcast all about reality television. Yes, it is, Ash. This particular episode is about um, Champs vs. Starts, Season 3, Episode 7, Go Deep or Go Home. Go Deep or Go Home. You know that old saying. If you're listening for the first time, you should know that we record two podcasts a week. We drop one on Monday, which is our regular show. This week, we watched an incredible documentary about reality television, and we talked about it um, on the podcast, and we shared clips of it on the show. And then the other show that we release is every Wednesday, and it's a recap of a challenge-related show. So it's either a challenge or Champs vs. Stars, or who knows, maybe an Are You the One in the future? Yeah, that's right. I'm calling it a challenge-related show. It's a feeder show, people. Yeah, you got a point there, Ash. Thanks, babe. So um, we're going to just get into it. So this was episode seven of Champs v. Stars. And um, Nick, right off off the top, how did you feel coming into this episode? Because I will say I was feeling a little disappointed from last week's app. Why? I just didn't like seeing Ashley go home. I was kind of confused by this twist Miz was leveling on us at the end. Nah, I can't remember last week except very well, but <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, re- I what I do remember is I liked the twist. I liked the last couple of episodes. I didn't mind I didn't like it to see Ashley going home, but I didn't mind it just because it added to some of the excitement of the show. I mean, she had some craziness going on. Uh, you know, her storyline has been kind of nutty in this season. Mm, always. And, and uh, you know, I don't know. I was I was more excited about this episode um, than, spoiler alert, I was when it was over, you know? so I met a comic at a show a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about the challenge, and he said that Ashley Mitchell is... Um, so not Ashley Mitchell. Yeah, Ashley Mitchell. Ashley Brooke Mitchell. That she did you, is so Did you think that Ashley Mitchell was your name? I got confused. Get. <laughs> I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. She's Ashley Brooke Mitchell. I get I get all turned around. Then there's Ashley K. I don't even know Ashley K's last name. Dario's girlfriend. What's her last name? Uh, I don't know. I I don't know cuz before her we didn't have to do the the, right. the you know what she I mean? was the first Ashley. I think she might have been the first Ashley. I don't remember any other Ashleys on the real world or anything like that. Yeah. I, well, no, there might be an there might have been an L E I G H Ashley at some point. Not on the challenge. Can you, I say that? No, you can't because <laughs> I'm specifically thinking the challenge. It might have come from Road Rules. Oh, okay. I, I don't quote me on this, guys. Don't freaking quote me on this. Well, I ran into a comic. We were talking about it, and he said that she is just like always too, so 2002, which I thought was really funny and 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 an astute um, sort of description of her. 2002. Mm-hmm. I think I understand what that means. What does that mean? Just like style wise, and like you don't know what sort she actually looks like though. Attitude she, wise. Because she's always wearing those, like she's she's doing she she definitely puts a flair to her dress. She does little pigtails and stuff. I think because what what he where is this comedian from? Do you um, suspect? Ooh, that's an interesting question. I'd say the Northeast. Okay, I think that what what that comedian does not realize. I'm assuming a man. Yeah. What that comedian does not realize is that. Um, Women still do their makeup like that in the South. Oh, people don't don't realize that, but they they do. Nick, I, you're right. I, I mean, if you just take a look at you know you, Ashley and Brooke Hogan, um, hit it off. Brooke Hogan pretty much grew up in in um, Florida, Florida, I yeah. think. And if you take a look at her makeup in her interviews and everything, I mean, she's got pristine makeup, but it's also like if it. it 
It's her a makeup, full face. It's a full face. And, yeah. And, and I'm sorry if I'm offending any of our Southern Bells out there, but sometimes a full face often, to me, looks like, you know, like that we that shitty mask you get at the Halloween store where it's just like you just, it's, but it is also the, like the creepiest mask. It's a right, dollar. Right. You just, it has the little rubber band in the back. And all it is is like rosy cheeks, rosy lips. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some blue eyelids. <laughs> blue eyelids. Yeah. That is kind of like a Southern Belle look. That's kind of how Brooke looked in her interviews yes, uh, yeah. on yesterday's episode. And yeah, Ashley Mitchell also, you know, she she puts a lot on. My problem on. is is that I feel like it ages people, the full face of makeup. But you know what? That's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> um, let's get right into it. So this show opened up with a sneak peek, and this was a season sneak peek. And Nick was like adamant that I write down that it was scandalous. It it's- was scandalous. It looks like there's some something's going to happen with the rules where people are, are thinking that somebody's cheating. It seems as though Shane loses his mind at one point. But most important. Importantly, Ash, it looks as though, and not as a joke, CT calls the the Miz out, says, do you want to get in this ring? Yeah, I didn't think so. Wow. I couldn't believe that. Why do you think he's directing that at the Miz? Why do I suspect it's the Miz? Mm -hmm. He says, Miz, you want to get in here? Oh. Yeah. No. He says it. Because, folks, it. ladies and gentlemen, I was getting myself a seltzer with ice during the um, the the sneak peek, so I missed that. And Nick was freaking out when I walked in. You know what? Ashley's trying to be cute. She was looking at Instagram. <laughs> All right, that she was in the same room, had a notebook in her hand. <laughs> the episode hadn't started yet, oh, people. Ash, I've I've gotten on your case about doing the um the uh the the previously ons on this podcast. I, I've said that I I feel like we don't need to do it, but you insist on doing it the one time. <laughs> It's when CT calls out the Miz, I can't handle that. I'm going to have to turn away during that. I love those men. Right. I'm in love Speaking with those men. Speaking of turning away, this this episode featured something that Nick and I almost could not watch. It was worse than an eating challenge where people were puking next to each other. What happened? We'll get into it. So this episode starts immediately at the elimination from last week. Ashley has just gone home. Miz is explaining the curveball, which is that now the two teams, the red and the blue teams, will be broken up into teams of two. How's it going to work? Well, I don't know. Well, finally, we're putting that leaderboard to use. That's right. Something that is pretty much non-existent throughout the show and doesn't really make sense is now going to be used as a marker. It, it was it was interesting to me that they're finally going to actually use it for practical reasons, which makes more sense on why they're actually showing it in the past few weeks. Right. Well, we saw this on um, Vendettas. We saw them have a leaderboard and then just never really referenced or explained why it was there. Um, and then, you know, we just like we're like it would be like little sneak peeks of it. And then they sort of stopped showing it throughout the episodes, which I thought they were trying to get around um, editing like little e- editing snafus. Yeah. Um, by not showing the leaderboard. Right. So, I mean, that was yeah, that was our theory where it was like they're just not showing it because maybe they're not do. Maybe these episodes are out of order for right. some reason. Or the challenges marker. are out of order. It's definitely a, it's a it's a time marker that you definitely I'm saying definitely too much. You probably <laughs> don't want to be shown the, shown the entire time if you want to make some slick editing moves. Right. So that means that the first person at the top of the leaderboard gets to pick their partner. And that first person is, drumroll please. 
two two kids, Tony. Tony, two kids. Tony, two kids. Tony time. Tony time. He comes down, and Tony picks. Who else would anyone pick? CT. Of course, he picks CT, and he's like, "Let's get, let's make it a dad team." He should have just made said, "Let's make it an unbeatable team," because that's what it is. Next up is Booby, and Booby, you know, he has been a Michael Daniel. He's been a what is that, Michael Daniel? It's Daniel. It's just funny because when they go like when they were showing like who's on whose team, like later it was just like. His name was just Daniel. I'm like, who the fuck is Daniel? Oh, it's I like, thought they oh, called okay. him Booby. They do, but like as like an official names oh. thing, they're saying his first name Daniel. It just confused me for a second. Hey, you guys, if you know why Booby is called Booby, please email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. If you can beat us to the wiki page, <laughs> then you win a dollar. So Booby comes down. He's been aligned with the stars the whole time. Sure, he's surely he's going to pick Louise. Surely he's going to pick Casper. He picks uh, Wes. You know what I find interesting about Booby is that, and it just is a little confusing. Booby is a star, but really, I think he probably is a champ in real life. I'm sure he's been a, a champion more than he's been a star. Right. He's also kind of an athlete. Like I kind of always want to be like, well, Booby's on the athletes team. It's like, well, that's not a team. Because really, the champs are the stars. They yeah. are television stars. Yeah. Boobies and ass. You know, it's just a little confusing. And I started to think about that last night for a little too long. And then I had to refocus in on the episode. Well, would you say that CT is more famous than Salida? Yeah. Yeah, I would I too. mean, in my world. But I mean, I, maybe I don't know. In larger I didn't, America, I'd never seen knows? her before. I didn't right. know who she was. So when Wes comes down to meet Booby, that's when Nick looks over at me and he goes, they should have thrown him out when they had the chance. Wes is what yeah. I was saying. Exactly. Yeah, they should have. Um, I feel like Luis kind of uh, uh, a moment of weakness there by allowing him to hang around just because she kind of likes him. Knowing that she is a huge threat, he is a huge threat to her game, and uh, I. This was an exciting moment for me when Booby picked uh, Wes because I kind of felt like Booby was going to pick Louise, yeah, and then he picked Wes, yeah. and I was like, yeah, well, that's why they built up their little, um, you know, hey, we're not best friends, but we both have mutual respect for one another storyline that we had seen the past few episodes. So I was happy to see it pay off in this way, and honestly, I like this team a lot. I think this is a this is a fun team. Yeah, I it warms my heart to see Booby sort of um, at this point in the episode. You know, in his interviews, talk about how he's like, listen, I kn- I know what's good for me yeah. here, and Wes is a strategist. He's played this for years and years and years, and you know what? He's not a bad athlete either. So I mean, that's a smart that is a smart, strong team. I might go out on a limb and say this is my favorite team. Um, it's probably my favorite team too, but I also, I also like, um, there's another team there's down the no, line. I like a lot that I like. I'll say when we get to, so the next team, uh, next person who comes up to get, who gets to choose is Luis. She picks, of course, her boy Casper. Right. Next up is Drake. I didn't think that was going to be an of course, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Because even though Casper and Luis have been, um, buddy, buddy and on the same team and pulling strings on the stars, I felt like, uh, at least from what we were getting, Casper's PR spin was not strong. Um, and I kind of felt like when given the chance to break away from him, Luis might have picked somebody else. It uh, also makes sense for her to pick somebody else because her alliance with him is going to be strong. So might as well spread that out a little bit and get right. the power of two teams. It didn't really make sense to me, their whole thing, where it's like, well, 
everybody's hated us so far, so we might as well team up so we yeah, can be like hated a giant, again. a giant target on your it, back. It was, and it was almost like, yeah, that's the point. It's like, is it? I don't understand. Hmm. Next up is Drake, and then he, total wild card, picks Kayla, which was so bizarre because he called her a bitch a couple episodes ago. <laughs> he also set, her, set it up as like, uh, I don't want to make anybody feel bad for me picking them on their team like it was real sad yeah like he's like i stink so i don't want anybody else to stink clearly he didn't stink that much i mean he was on a winning team he got to pick that in that order it wasn't the lowest it was you know damn near up there yeah so yeah he picks kayla and um immediately when he yeah like he had you know even the miz calls him out on it he threw her in a couple a couple episodes ago he had just thrown her into elimination because he had the mvp play he had the power play but but besides the power play he leaned over at booby and during the um deliberation and said kayla's got to go she's a bitch yeah (laughs) Okay, so what do you think your you think Kayla's game got her to be picked by uh, I do. Drake? I, I think it's game based. I think she had just won the elimination. I think Drake is not thinking that much about this game, and I think that he, he just saw her win, and he was like, "I'll take her." That could very well be it. I also think that Drake is sexually attracted to Kayla. Wow. And I think that uh, he, because of the same reason, I don't give a shit about this game. He's like, I'll be paired up with Kayla. I think she's hot or whatever. I'll be paired up with the hot girl. And also the idea of throwing her in and also leaning to Booby and going, she's such a bitch. To me is he, after hours, tried to spit some Drake game at her and Kayla was like, "Eh, I'm going to go over here. I have a boyfriend or whatever. And then was like, She's a bitch, man. Let's throw her in. You know uh, what I mean? Like that's Drake to me did not has not come off as a cool dude on here. No, uh, he, he really has. He kind of came off. He's come off a little slimy on a few occasions. Yeah. Um, this episode there's some slime ballness to him. Um, and he's just his attitude to this for this entire game to me is like he feels like he's too good, but he's also playing the um, I don't really know what I'm doing card. Mm-hmm. It's just like uh, I don't know. It hasn't been vibing vibing with me so far. He's literally brought nothing to the table as far as I'm concerned. Next up is Brooke Hogan. And then she picks Shane. Yeah, and she's like, I've had a lot of really good times with one of the champs up there and that champ is Shane Shane I pick you yeah she, they call him Shady Shane um, this is probably my favorite team me too <laughs> me too um, I hope that we saw that season sneak uh, peak where Shane was yelling at somebody and I really hope it's not Brooke oh man me too it didn't look like it, it I think she's like standing it. in the background yeah and they make it look they, they cut to it but what he's screaming about is like you're just pissed because you got eliminated and and yada 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 like he's screaming at uh, somebody for like throwing a tantrum or being pissed off about something yeah um and why would he be doing that on his own because t- he would have been eliminated as well probably right. you know what I mean I, I don't know I think they were trying to make us feel like there's trouble in uh, paradise so then little mama steps up and she picks Tori. Um, which I was surprised by. I thought she would pick Salida just because they had been on the same team for so long yeah. and seemed to have backed each other up decision-wise. Um, how did you feel about that that choice? Uh, I thought it was cool. I mean, you know, Tori loses me almost every single time. She tries to make herself look cool. Um, or like, I don't know. She's There's something with Tori there that I actually just don't really want to talk about on this podcast. And... <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, move. So those are our teams, which leaves actually one more team, which uh, just could have a big old loser stamp right across their forehead, and that's Josea and Salidi, Salidi, Salida. These two could not be more of sitting ducks. And then all of the the pairs are standing there, um, you know, from Tony and CT all the way down to Jose and Salida. And Nick looks at me and says, that is, they are lined up exactly from best to worst. In my opinion, at this time, I think you could have made a toss up, you know, um, as for Drake and Kayla and... Oh, uh, who is Lil right Mama after, and Tori? Uh, Lil Mama and Tori, possibly. Brooke and Shane. Brooke and Shane. Like, there's a little bit of something there. Obviously, that's the middle. Yeah. But to me, <clears throat> the best team is Tony and CT. The worst team is Jose and Salida. The second best team easily um, is Wes and Booby. You know what I mean? And then down the line, I mean, Shane and Brooke are strong. Yeah. You know, Shane's a great player, manipulative, great yeah. politics. Brooke. She's big. She's yeah. strong. We saw her move around some weight. She took Cam out. Took she Cam took out. Cam out. You know, she's a little too sweet, possibly, for yeah, this game. Yeah, she's but too sweet. For for Shane's game, that's perfect. That's She She is the Do, perfect me, foil to let, Shane. Let me make those moves. Yeah, exactly. So now the next, um, I would say, 10 minutes are just a series of different cuts that are pretty uneventful. So I'll kind of run through them. We go back to the chill room in the hotel. We just see Wes being happy. This is just like uh, about a minute of footage of Wes beaming and taunting Luis and Casper. Then we go to dinner and um, we're at dinner with the Hogan family. That's right. Nick and L- Linda Hogan are there yeah. and it's Nick, Linda, Brooke Hogan all having dinner. Shane comes to hang out. Um, you know, Nick was geeking. Nick Meritado on the podcast was kind of freaking out about this and it was just a cute moment. Nothing really happened, but it did feel like a big reunion. I couldn't believe it was a Hogan's Nose Best reunion. I couldn't believe it. Uh, they got Linda out there, okay? They got Nick out there. I mean, Nick had such a, a horrifying car crash a few years back. Yeah. Thank God he's up. He's got a hat on. He's great. Uh, Linda is having fun with her kids. Flipping Lo- forks. Loving being on TV. Meeting Shane. Shane's glowing everybody's having a good time boy it was a fun cameo nick said to me that took my breath away took my breath away (laughs) couldn't believe we were gonna see uh uh, linda and nick couldn't believe it that takes us to the morning breakfast where Luis and Casper are strategizing. Luis wants to keep the stars together. Um, and everybody is just sort of chatting about what the day will look like, what's going to be their challenge. Everybody's kind of guessing. And this is when Josea um, tells a traumatic story about why he cannot swim. This was, I uh, felt bad for him. He did pull on my heartstrings. His grandmother put him on a rock in the ocean and demanded that he learn to swim in order to get off the rock. And so ever since then, he's had some serious PTSD. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough to hear. So that takes us to the daily challenge, which is called Go Deep. And guess what, people? If you didn't know already from Josea telling that story about how he can't swim, this is a water challenge. Yeah. It's a pool with an underwater pipe structure, and the teams have to relay moving a ring through this pipe structure. So you move it a little bit, you come up for air, then your partner goes and does uh, moves the ring, and then they come up for air. And, um, you know, everybody's kind of, they're kind of talking beforehand. Salida is so upset. She says that her heart is shaking, which is not something I've ever heard, but she is 
pissed that Josea cannot swim. And you know what? She harps on it a little too much. No sympathy uh, coming from Selena. It's strange. But yeah, she's, I mean, especially in those interviews, I mean, she's just like letting him have it. Yeah. And that's with hindsight. Yeah, very strange. Um, Drake and Kayla seem to, you know, be getting along. That's when we see Casper doing like push-ups and uh, jumping, jump roping. And The Miz says, I don't think I've ever seen someone warm up for a challenge. Yeah, that made me laugh out loud. <laughs> I lol at that. Uh, he's, he says that Casper's doing everything that any Rocky movie has ever taught him, <laughs> which is true. It was like shadow boxing, you know, jumping yeah. rope, um, hood over his head. Very funny. Tori and Can Little- I make a comment here? Oh, yeah. I'm loving the Champs First Stars jerseys. I think they look so much cooler than yeah. the jerseys that the regular challenge guys get, guys and gals. It's uh, There's like some fun like uh, stitching, it looks like, even though it's like fake stitching. And like also so, there's variations. Sometimes there'll be like a racing stripe down one of the mm. uh, like uh, uh, halves of the shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just they got it looks like it almost looks like they're they're sponsored pro athletes or something it because does. they have like even though they're not sponsors, they have like little sponsor patches all over them. Yeah. I want a champs versus I would rock a champs versus pro uh, jersey. Champs versus stars. Champs versus stars jersey. I, I think they're cooler than the normal ones. I agree. I also really like their sweatsuits. Like they sweat have like sweatpants and they hoodies. They got very cool stuff. They over do there. have good I want gear. All that stuff. And there's stars involved. I think yeah. that's what it is. There's like the actual symbol of stars. You know, that gives it like a, a sort of athletic look. So then we see Tori and Little Mama. They're talking about how deep the water is. Little Mama is worried. Um, Cut back to Drake. He said, I picked Kayla because she has been performing well. Nick writes, um, he thinks she's hot. Um, What? You said, I think he thinks she's hot. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying that I think she's hot. No, no. No. That's when I can't. Because remember, Drake takes his fucking top off. Yeah. Reveals, first of all, a smoking body. Yeah. Drake is ripped. He's ripped. more ripped than most of the guys on the show. L- um, literally no body fat, yeah, just muscle. I mean, and, and real real musculature going on Yeah, here. defined pecs. Uh, and also, I mean, we at this point, we've seen his arm tattoo. Um, his back is covered in tattoos. Both arms are covered in tattoos. And Kayla has a ton of tattoos. To me, that, that sealed the deal as far as, oh, he, he likes Kayla. Yeah. So that starts us off. Uh, the game begins, and Josea and Salita start um, with CT and Tony. They're going up against them, and that's when we see Salita try to move the ring. She can't do it. She comes up. Josea dives in for the first time into the water, and he starts flapping around as if he is going to drown. It is the worst thing I have ever seen. Yeah, it's really tough. It was so cringeworthy not cringeworthy it's different it's different than cringeworthy i i felt so bad for this you guy you feel bad sympathy yeah i just yeah I, also was... there's also like literally no sympathy coming from any no one cares any of the cast members like nobody was like oh that's that's kind of sad that he can't do that you know it, it's more like hey you can't fucking swim get off the challenge or look at this idiot he can't swim or like yeah. boy he can't swim boy he can't really can't swim salita's upset with him tony says don't go on the challenge if you can't swim yeah. it's like everybody shut up the only person that has any sympathy for him is the miz who's like boy he really can't swim and then later uh, he's like 
that's pretty honorable that you jumped in. That's that's really brave that you jumped yeah. into the deep end and without knowing how to swim just because you, you wanted to go for it. You know, Tony should know that not every family, not every culture prioritizes swimming. The I, Miz did it. He's not scripted to do that. He knew that maybe I shouldn't make fun of this fucking guy. You're watching Josea, people. You're watching him on this show flail around in the water with the panic of someone who looks like they feel like they are drowning okay this is real this isn't an act that he is doing his body is stiff he's like shaking he's his head is barely being kept above water it was it was upsetting it was upsetting it was really tough to watch (sighs) which brings us to brooke and shane and then shane uh they're, they're killing it and shane at one point goes i feel almost like a dolphin which i really enjoyed um on the other side of the coin yeah, so time expired on Josea and Salida. Um, Kayla, oh, you know what? Not to keep harping on how people were not kind, but I do want to say this one line, which is that Kayla's like, Josea talks a big game and then he can't swim. It's kind of like karma. And I wanted to be like, it's not like karma at all, Kayla. That yeah. is not how karma works. Well, she was like, uh, boy, he was playing really, really bad and and... Now he almost died. <laughs> Karma's a bitch. It's like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And the winner is of this daily challenge. Drum roll, please. Brooke and Shane. That's right. Wow. They pulled it out. They pulled it out. So then we go back to the house. I mean, back to the hotel. And everyone's drinking. Booby pays for Brooke and Shane's glasses of wines, which makes me, he's like, he's like, congratulations, y'all. These two are on me. And he goes over to the bartender. He's like, charge me for those two, which made me realize, are they paying for their alcohol? I bet you they have a, like a, a per diem down oh. there. And so he just put it on his, ta- per like his per diem tab, which means he could... He'll drink two less glasses of wine that night. So Shane is telling, Shane and Brooke are talking about who, now that they have been voted as, or now that they have, uh, they secured the best time, they get to pick the LVP, the least valuable players (laughs) of the teams. And um, they're talking about what to do. Shane's like laying down. This is exactly what we have to do. Look, this is the way it is. The champs are going to pick off the stars, but you're with me now. We're okay. I'll protect you. How do you think Booby felt when he watched this show? when he uh after he bought those guys a drink um knowing now that in the first episode shane said that he wants to suck his dick (laughs) 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 i just remembered that i just remembered that i forgot that that was one of the funniest moments of the show so far all right sorry go ahead so then we get like a little interview session with Brooke where she's like, listen, I don't I, I, I can handle the physical challenges. I can't handle the politicking. It makes me cry, which made me wonder, has she been crying in her hotel room over this? Her face looks a little puffy. Oh, that brings us to Luis and little mama the next day exercising together um, outside and bonding over how they were tomboys. They came an inch away from saying, I just don't get along with other girls. They oh, were, is that what was going on that, Well, they were talking about how they grew up with brothers and like they were always, they just felt like one of the guys. And, and then Luis is like, oh, yeah, you grew up with brothers. That explains it. Like that explains why we get along, you know. It, it felt like moments uh, moments away from saying, I'm just like a guy's girl, you know. It felt like they were about to bond over how they don't like girls. Instead, they just bonded over how they're tomboys. But it came awfully close, ladies, awfully close. And then that's when little mama said something that warmed my cold heart. She said, uh, I feel like it's my duty to empower young women. Wow. Really big, really, really, really big moment. Truthful, honest. 
And then I wrote for some reason, Luis seems fake. <laughs> well, Luis was doing that thing that like some like uh, I feel like this is a British thing where uh, like uh, like uh, like here, tell me that um, that your uh, dad is uh, really great. I, I really like my dad. He's a big part in my life. He was always there for you, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, like, so, like, how did Louise know that? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, but that, you know, she was just inferring things. Like, she was a therapist or yeah. something. To me, it was a manipulative move to try to get her on her vote on her side, and we'll see if it worked. So then we're back. Uh, or no, we're not back. We're we're off in a different part of this hotel, and Salida and Josea are talking about um, their sort of politicking. And uh, Josea says that Luis called him the night before and said that they are probably on the chopping block, but that the smart move would be to put in CT and Tony. So uh, Luis is spreading this throughout the stars that they should vote in CT and Tony because they are the biggest threat in a final, which is true. Yeah. She's right. So that takes us to voting. Um, we gotta, we, we're getting a lot of shots of the outside of this hotel. And I, I just now started trying to figure out the name of it. I think it's Jamaica run in FYI deep cut for the hardcore fans. Look it up. So now we're at voting. Drake is dressed to the nines. He is wearing a Gucci belt. Yeah, he got them double G's, baby. It is probably the best anyone has ever looked for an elimination. Um, Shane is beaming. Shane cannot control his joy. He loves to win. You know, I imagine he's bad at poker because when he, <laughs> when he is happy, he is just, when he knows he has the upper hand, it's just it, it's radiating off of him. Um, so Miz goes, Shane, Brooke, you know, who's your MVP? And, um, they picked Shane. So he's the most valuable player between Brooke and Shane. And then that means that Shane gets to pick the LVP team and Shane picks, of course, Luis and Casper. Why do I say of course? Because they are the biggest threat and they have been in terms of stars this whole season. Yeah. Um, and that, uh, da, 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 brings us to the rest of the teams now have to vote on who is going to go up against Louise and Casper in this elimination. I was surprised. I was surprised that the person with the lowest time from the daily challenge did not immediately go into elimination. Isn't that how it always works? When you have a daily, the yeah. person who does the worst goes in. Let's be honest, though. I mean, that, does that add to drama? No, we want we want voting. We want we want we want two hard choices to be made every episode. We do, we do, we do, we do, and so that means that the rest of the cast members are going to be voting. The stars they start voting and they pick. CT and Tony. CT and Tony get two votes. Then the teams that are all champs start picking um, Josea and um, Salida. Then it gets to Tori and Lil Mama. They cannot decide. Straight up stalemate. And it seems awkward. It is a little awkward. It seems really awkward. Nick brought up a good point, which is, didn't they talk about this before they went in? <clears throat> yeah, I, I was confused by that. It, it looked as though they may have not. Or maybe they were staging it again and decide. I don't know, but it was confusing. It was confusing. So what happens is now um, the Miz is like, "You guys can't decide. All right, well we have to bring out the coffee can of truth." And they bring out like a Folgers can that has like a chip in there for each player, and uh, who who's making that decision right so, so then, there's a chip in with Tori's name and yeah. a chip in with little mama's name right and so he goes in there he goes to pick it 
Lil Mama. She decides that her team is going to vote in Tony and CT. In her interview, she says, I am ride or die star. I'm, I've decided this from the beginning. I never flip. I will never put one of my babies in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then that brings us to Kayla and Drake. Same situation. And Drake does it real shitty. Yeah. He, he's leaning back in his chair. He's He's got his glasses off. He's sucking on like the, uh, what is the arm of the glasses? Yeah. I, like he's like a therapist or a doctor. And He will not make eye contact no. with Kayla. And Kayla's just like, listen, please, this is the move. Don't fuck with my money. This is the way we can do this. We yeah. can get money. Don't mess yourself up. Don't mess me up. This is the way. And Drake's like, I, I just don't think I can do it. Coffee can? <laughs> you know, and then Miz pulls out the coffee can and pulls out Kayla's name. So she puts in uh, Josea and Salida, <clears throat> which brings us to Wes and Booby. Seems to be the tiebreaker. They are the tiebreaker. Now, this is something... That first off, this uh, might have been the first episode this season where we did not get both a challenge and an elimination. Yeah. Because after Wes and Booby chat, the show is the show's this episode is done. But Wes leans over and he starts whispering to Booby. And I tell you what, I've never heard a more convincing argument. He is saying, "Listen, man, you got to go with me on this. This everyone's watching us right now as I'm whispering to you. And if I pull back and you go against me, it shows the champs that you are not to be trusted." And he was like, "And let's face it, the champs are making it to the final. This is your opportunity to join us." And um, you know, he really gets in there. And before he does that, um, in his interview, he says, "Okay, this is I'm the only chance to save Tony and CT. This is our last chance, and I'm gonna do it." Yeah. Watch me work. And then so the Miz looks to them, and he goes, "You guys ready?" And Wes goes, "We are." And then Booby goes, "Hold on, no, wait, 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 hold wait, on." Wait. And then boom, to be continued. Boom, boom, boom. So we will find out Booby's choice next week. We'll find out who's going to go into the elimination next week. Uh, what do you think is going to happen, Ash? I think Booby's going to go with the stars. He's going to throw in the champs. Uh, they show a little clip of like the aftermath of his choice. And yeah. It sounds like he made a crazy choice. But well, when you Tori think about said, it. said, I can't believe that happened. Or, I can't believe yeah. you did that or something. Yeah, which really I'm like, ooh, what is that? And that really means it could have been either way because either way yeah. is going to be a kind of a shocking choice does he betray the stars become a champ and uh, work with Wes to try to get there or does he betray his partner Wes and uh, throw the champs in well it's going to be interesting to find out I'm excited you gotta wait till next week here's the thing folks next week Nick and I will be in the Olympic National Park um, trapezing through trees, sniffing grass, running our toes through sand. We have a plan to drive from this wilderness to a coffee shop in a small port town and use our Wi-Fi to download this episode, take it back to the hotel that does not have Wi-Fi, watch the episode, record our recap, drive back to that small town, load it up on Wednesday morning, and uh, share that recap with you. Will this happen? We hope so. But if we're a little late, just bear with us. Strap in. Know that we're probably punching bears in faces. <laughs> we are swimming in lakes. We are out there. We're not punching bears. We're communi We're dancing with bears under glacial <laughs> mountains in the Pacific Northwest. And we are trying to get the recap to you. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. Uh, a recap will be out, you know, within the working week next week. Um, you know, you might have to wait a day or two, if, if anything, you know. But uh, maybe not. Maybe not. Just keep. 
keep your ears and eyes out. Check our Twitter. We'll 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 give updates on what we're gonna do, and you know we're gonna get this thing as soon as possible to you. I understand it's important to do a recap. You gotta hear the opinion. You gotta hear the opinion. That's why we're here. We're providing this <clears throat> free service. <laughs> so uh, you know, give us a break. Don't unsubscribe. Um, unsubscribe. In fact. What you should do is subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes. You, when you go there, you should also, even if you've already subscribed, go down, scroll down, find the thing where you can rate us, give us five stars, say something nice about us in the uh, comment, and uh, that really helps the algorithm of our podcast. It boosts numbers. It does wonders for us. I mean, uh, also releases dopamine in my brain. Yeah, Ashley, Ashley absolutely loves it. Please rate and review. It makes such a difference. You don't even understand. And, and we appreciate you listening. And this helps us appreciate you even more. If you got questions, complaints, concerns, please direct them to realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Or realityblowspod on Twitter. You can also find me on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. And you can find Nick on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. As always, may the Mrs. Leather Jacket be tight. And he kind of looked like Uncle Jesse in this episode. Good Good night. night.